Hello and welcome to the Storybrook Podcast. This is episode 16. This is our book club episode, episode, episode for chapter 8. And my name is Graham. I th- do I always introduce myself? I feel like I forget to say my name. I think, sometimes. I think you forget you sometimes. I th- maybe I don't exist. Anyway, um, my name is Graham, at least last time I checked. Maybe not. And with me today, I have... Hello, I am Liv. And I nearly forgot which order I was in just then. Sorry. <laughs> there's, there's only three of us! There is only three of us. Have <laughs> you that I am very stupid? No, because no, it's not true. No, stupid. Also, I'm Meg. That's Hi, my Meg. name. <laughs> Hi, Liv! Yeah. There is just the three of us today, which I think is the smallest number we've ever mm-hmm. had. So maybe this will be the least chaotic Incorrect. No, probably not. No. Very incorrect. <laughs> Particularly with all the stuff that has gone down. Yes, um, absolutely. Just a brief recap. So Dorian has is responsible for the death of a person yeah. now. Yeah. So here's the thing is last week while I was reading the previous chapter, because I'm I'm the only one that's read this book before Albus Three. Mm. I was thinking I was like oh. I was like, basically, up until that point, I've been like, well, I can't actually fully remember what happens to Sybil. I know they call off the engagement, but I was like, but why don't they end up together? And then I suddenly had a moment. I think it was, it was maybe either this last chapter or the chapter four where I suddenly gasped and was like, oh god, I remember why. I remember why they're they're not together anymore because she's dead she's now. Dead. Super dead. She is super duper dead. I think it's also very funny that they say that she drunk something by accident, and I think it's because suicide was still a crime. At that time. It's quite taboo, I think, right? At that point, yeah, yeah it was very much like. It's a so big heavily taboo, implied. Even though obviously. it's like obvious yeah. that it she did it. It is very obvious. And also, yeah. um, the two examples of what Dorian, or sorry, what Lord Henry gave as the potential things mm. that she could have swallowed, I don't remember the first one that it was quote unquote confirmed to be, mm. but the other one was white lead. Yeah. Which yeah. is. That's a slow death. Yeah, sure. and it's also present in a lot of old makeup. Yeah, I don't know if it still is. I think by this point, makeup is not using heavy metals. Yeah, no, but it's definitely um, in the Elizabethan old, period. Definitely yeah, is. that's why yeah. I'd like written down that it was definitely an old, old makeup thing in terms yeah. of Tudor makeup. Which I guess if they're performing Shakespeare, if maybe they maybe would they, go yeah. super, Classical super vibes. method and give themselves <laughs> and just slowly horrible. <laughs> skin burn things that sounds no fun i, I mean stop if fun. i'm wrong and i this is i may be wrong because i've never murdered anyone before via poison well yeah that clarification probably wasn't required but um and now we're i all think yeah it would take years to kill someone with lead right um, even if you were swallowing well it, it depends how much you drink i mean she'd have to drink a lot I mean, she yeah, would, she was drinking it as opposed to putting it on her skin. That's true. So it, yeah, I think you directly ingest. Um, but then surely it'd still be like a matter of days. But yeah, prussic acid. Digestive system. I knew it, it was. Bit, I knew it was yeah. something. I'm going to look Ooh. up prussic acid because I nearly said persimmons, and okay. that's just a delicious fruit. It's just a little. They're those confused thing. oranges, right? Oh, they're so yeah, sweet. It's not quite an orange. Oh, bloody hell. Okay, so prussic, like prussic acid is hydrogen cyanide. She would have died instantly. Oh my god. But incredibly oh, painful. So she would have died really, really quickly, but she would have died wow. really, really painfully. Because basically, um, cyanide, if you don't know, basically stops all of your cells from processing oxygen. 
Ow. So, ouchie. Yeah, that is so brutal. basically, it is. That's why cyanide was used. So you asphyxiate. Like, yeah, yeah, but like all over. That's horrible. Um, oh, yeah, goodness. it is horrible, but it's very, very quick, which is why if you see like, yeah. oh, That's... you must have swallowed a cyanide pill, it's because it's really, really fast-acting yeah. poison. But It's in those capsules, right? Lord. Yeah. Down your teeth. Good lord. I mean, yeah. there's no way that she would have, like, drunk that accidentally. Um, basically, it's, it's used to prepare, like, rubber and stuff. Like, it's not... I don't know why they'd have it backstage. I mean, I was about to say, Lord Henry said that she died instantly, which tracks if that's what she had. But also, mm. why would you just have a bottle of that in a theatre? Like, backstage, where where she's putting on her silly little feather yeah. cap. And it's just like, oh yes. Oh, here is I know why. So basically, and my poison. do you know the, I, I just looked it up, do you know the colour Prussian blue? Yes. Uh, yes it was do. used to make that colour, so that's why it would be backstage so in the theatre. Uh... In the costume department. Yeah. Okay. Okay, my yeah. good lord. Like set painting yeah. thing. Because if I remember correctly, she um, dies almost immediately after the conversation with Dorian. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's not premeditated. It's, oh my gosh, my fiancé thinks I'm the worst and is also breaking up with me. I shall therefore die. Yeah. It's also used so as a have, solvent. She must have known to, about like, poisons. Jeezy, crazy. Well, I mean, that's the point, isn't it? Like, it, she's played multiple characters where she poisons herself. I was or she's been in multiple plays where someone gets poisoned. Thing. I mean, Henry mm. comments on, like, the poetic justice of it. But honestly, I hated Henry this chapter. He was he is kind quite of. Awful. Oh, my God. He's has a lot of lines where he's talking about it's so romantic that she just also, died it's fine that you were horrible to her because don't you know women love it when you're cruel to them that's what they want more than anything and i'm like no no just a because she's dead it honestly feels like he'd be the kind of person to be like oh well you know every man cheats so like get used to it like mm. he just oh he's the worst lord henry would be the worst kind of pickup artist ever i think lord henry's just a bit salty that his wife is getting more action than he is Good for her. Alpha Lord Henry's wife. But no, I just he's just horrid this chapter and he's going on about how it's completely fine that Dorian did this. And obviously Dorian listens to him because he wants to feel better. But like the fact of the matter is no, it's awful. Dorian did an awful thing, and like, yes, he did not make Sybil kill herself. She made that. Yeah, but decision. he was the worst. But like, he was so needlessly cruel to her. And like, oh, it's just horrid. It's just awful. And then he's like patting himself on the back because he wrote her this letter. Even though he slept mm. in till quarter past one in the afternoon. I just... I also like the slight placement of Henry's letter at the beginning. He's like, yeah, I won't read that. Not... And it's it's only the most important letter that you're ever going to receive, pretty yeah, much saying. You're responsible for your fiance's death. He's like, nah. It's horrid. I don't want to read a letter and from And then the Henry. thing is, is that hurt me was that the fact that she loved him so much and just called him Prince Charming means that he's not going to be implicated in her death. Well, I think he may have revealed his identity, and I'm not sure, to the owner of the theatre. No, he never did. Because he hated him, remember? So he never told He never knows. told him his name. So he will get away with it? Yeah. No, uh, sorry. Um, I, obviously the brother knows. will know. So I suppose... I kind of assume. But the brother doesn't know his name either, I don't think, does he? Kind of spoilers, but also kind of not, because we're on chapter eight, and if you think that Dorian, the, the rest of this 
book is going to be Dorian in jail after he went down for the middle of murder of Sybil. I don't know what to tell you. I was I was going to say like we have quite a significant chunk of the book left. It's like when you're yeah. watching Midsummer Murders and they think that they've got the killer within the first twenty minutes, yeah. and you realise there's still the best part of an hour left. You go, well, might not have been them. You know what? We are about halfway. I through, was actually. watching a really? drama the other day. Yeah. Um, with David Tennant in it because all the good crime dramas have David Tennant in them but right they had this whole thing where this guy was accused of doing the murder at the very start and then it was it was the same guy he actually did it and I was really annoyed because I thought it was going to be like a an interesting subplot where like someone who was jealous Mm. of him was setting him up but no, you know, like he it, just it's never the it. one that you're supposed to yeah, think Yeah, and it is. was that's, the one that you're supposed to rule. think it was. I mean, it was solidly fine. Everyone in it was really, like, um, really good at acting. I think it was pretty good. I mean, there was a lot of cheating in it, which is not my fave. Like, I would really like to have a crime drama where, like, cheating doesn't happen. Like, I just feel like it's a really overused trope at this point. It is a big genre like, trope. Because it's always right? like, oh no, I had an affair with the murderer. And I'm like, oh great, so original. Sorry, I'm really into the like, classic move. crime dramas. Um, you can't tell. So about... Um, it's Lord Henry, when he's talking about the fact that Sybil's dead, mm-hmm. re- reiterates the point that she looks incredibly young. He yeah. says, she looked such a child. She said um, Is something about... Is make us feel better, do you think? I don't know. Yeah, because um, it's supposed it's to be like, oh, well, she wasn't thinking things through, obviously, because she's just a kid and life is a yeah, nightmare. Um, he said, oh, that <laughs> um, <laughs> he read the newspaper and they said that she was 17. And he was like, oh, but she couldn't have been 17. She looked so, so young. And I'm like, well, for a 17, 17 is incredibly young. Not for like how many times, to be fair. Like, you were kind of like nearly becoming a lady at that point. Mm. You know, it like teenage being a teenager is a very modern invention, but like you know, like teenagerhood as we see it wasn't really a thing. Yeah, like as a as a separate stage. Yeah, yes. it's more yeah. like you're a child, child so adult. You're not. <laughs> and like, if yeah. you're seventeen because you're like on the cusp of adulthood, you're like not as old, like not as young as people would think that you are. So I think maybe he's implying that she looks like she's like fourteen or fifteen, mm. which is like. <laughs> "Quote unquote," definitively a child. Like seventeen is still a child. But can I? So I've written some notes. I know I've taken Ooh. some notes about this chapter. My biggest thing that I kind of wanted to open up as a discussion point, and for anyone who might be studying this at GCSE or at any other level, might wish to use this as part of their analysis. Do you think that Sybil was fridged? And for anyone who doesn't know. Fridging is when a female character adjacent to usually a male protagonist is killed off to advance the plot of the male protagonist. So for no other reason. So basically it comes from um, an old Green Lantern comic where the main character finds his girlfriend dead in a fridge. Um, Like Indiana Jones. No, (laughs) kind of. Um, Except Indiana Jones lived after (laughs) being in the fridge. For some reason, somehow. Um, <laughs> but do you think that Sybil, knowing Oscar Wilde's thoughts on women, mm-hmm. do you think Sybil was killed off purely to advance the, the plot of this man? Now, That's I mean, an excellent here's question. the thing. I think this is complex. So I think on the surface, you could definitely make the argument that she was because obviously 
this is to further Dorian's character development. However, it is kind of the opposite of fridging because usually fridging is done to give the male character a motivation to like fight back against like the bad guys. Sybil is done in completely opposite way. Sybil's death basically pushes Dorian down the path of being like, well, killed a person. Peace. I think also, (laughs) while Oscar Wilde did have some really bad, like, views on women, I think Sybil is definitely supposed to represent, like, pure goodness and romance and everything like that. And, like, Sybil's death is more of a symbolism of Dorian's the death of Dorian's belief in things like that because from this point onwards Dorian's like yeah I can sin all the time but look Mm -hmm. it just shows up on this cool portrait how wild is that it's Mm -hmm. so fun and interesting so like I definitely think I definitely think that you could like be like oh you know Sybil's death is like I think the thing is that Sybil's death is not unnecessary like there were like what would Dorian have done that would have been so awful to make him not care about things and also to change the portrait in that way like the portrait only starts smirking after he completely breaks Sybil's heart and then she dies because Mm -hmm. by the time he gets home she's already killed herself so I think I I'm completely against fridging but I also think um I would be wary of calling every death of a female character in any kind of media fridging because I oh, think no, fridging no, no. is very I, specific. I to, oh no, I'm I just not, wanted I'm to not, open this up as a I'm discussion. I'm not calling thing. you out at all. I'm just saying No, like, no, no. To me fridging is very specific because I also think that fridging doesn't necessarily need to be like death. And it, yeah, I was about to like, say it's anything gratuitously harmful towards yeah. a female character mm-hmm. that's basically pointless and serves for the yeah it serves the motivation of the male character and mm-hmm. i just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to open this up as a discussion point because it can it can be seen multiple ways yeah um yeah but i understand that this is motivation for dorian to like yeah. fully go headfirst into this whole like life of hedonism yeah. and basically become lord henry oh, God. i would suggest that the the idea of whether or not this is fridging is kind of shackled by the fact that the entire plot of the book is about dorian's character arc specifically yeah it's a one man show in a way so i think all characters would be some form of some form of kitchen appliance yeah. I think also, like, I don't, this is not me being spoilery, obviously, I think, like, we've all, we can all see the signs that Doran is going to go on to do lots and lots of bad things. Most of the bad Mm. things he does in this book are towards women, because of the way society is set up. He, like, hangs with his boys, and then, you know... The consequences are less for doing damage to someone who is Mm -hmm. seen as lesser by society. Yeah, I think that basically, in general, like, Doran... He well, he's the same way as Lord Henry. Like he makes fun. Like obviously, he comes like Lord Henry, so he has this general disdain for women. And I think this is the birth of that disdain because Lord Henry even says to him, like, "So what if this girl killed herself? You're not on the hook for it." And she was just a stupid romantic anyway. So mm. Mm. he basically tells him, "It's part of your protagonist. Exactly. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, part of your origin so, story. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's kind of like." It's not reverse fridging because she still died, but it's like opposite motivation fridging, if you get what I mean. Yeah, it demotivates him almost yeah, to care. Because, like. Which I suppose it, pr- it propels his character arc, which is a form of fridging, yeah. but it doesn't motivate him to but fix the problem. Does which it necessarily is what motivate does. him as well? It also motivates him 
less to yeah to you know like fight evil and become evil well but you also could say that that does motivate him to continue on this path you doesn't necessarily have to be demotivating. Yeah. That's it, true, whether you feel he's actively going because bad or yeah. if he's he was already on that path at the point of mm. Sybil dying. So yeah. you could say mm. that has pushed him further into continuing down this hedonistic route that yeah. will inevitably end in other people being hurt. I think the other thing to consider is that, right, here's, here's what I would also consider, because I think Sybil's, Sybil Bain's story has a very, smacks very much of, in, as of an Inspector Calls to me. Now, if you're not aware, an Inspector Calls is a play that most people study at GCSE. It's set in the same time period as The Picture of Dorian Gray. And basically, it is about a young woman who gets fired and her reputation is ruined. And then she... Uh, she kills herself and then um it's basically this inspector inspecting every member of the family to show that they all had a hand in her death and it's basically a critique of capitalism and it's really interesting now the reason why it really reminds me of Sylvain is that um in the same way if she hadn't killed herself she would have eventually probably died early anyway because by that point she'd given up acting properly so she couldn't do that anymore she wasn't going to marry dorian so she had no prospects there and she would have had nothing and that would have led down a path to you know sad things basically and probably her dying early anyway probably because of the effects of poverty so dorian would have contributed to sybil's death because he did the cruel thing no matter what which i think is just interesting and you know but yeah that is cool Mm. because it also kind of um it's definitely one of those one choice could change a path but it also could keep everything exactly the same exactly like Mm. i think the choice dorian made was the choice to be so horribly cruel to another person and not listen to her like that's the choice that he and calling off the engagement obviously obviously we don't know when the portrait starts smiling we just know that it's already smiling by the time he gets home yeah we don't know if it's whether from his action or from her action yeah i mean i think it's a mix of I, both. my yeah. my working theory is that it's him because it's, it's linked yeah to him, i think yeah. it's I, yeah i think it's that well. act of genuine cruelty and being so horrible yeah. to her and he likes to think that it's because of what she's yeah. done because that makes him feel better i would think. yeah mm-hmm. it shifts the blame off of him yeah i think it's really interesting also I just have one thing that I would like to bring up. Um, Dorian kisses his own portrait. Oh my god! Did you guys see this bit? He like kissed it. He kissed. No, he says that he did it before. Well, Um, not anymore. I don't think he does it in this chapter. He He says that he did it in the first time he saw it. Kiss it. He used to smooch his own portrait. Give himself a little smooch. Now on the mouth. On the mouth. I also like the idea that he was doing this whilst it was probably just after or during the fact that yeah. it was being painted which implies that he every time he smooched himself basil would have to go along oh and go God. oh <laughs> fixing it again but then um, basil's also like maybe i shouldn't fix it because then i'd be wiping away maybe dorian's kiss maybe, maybe basil goes and like smushes his face onto it like kiss <laughs> <laughs> no one will know that connects wonderfully into something that I was trying to segue into. I am quite upset Ooh. that that Lucius is not here to I discuss know. this, so I will say this for him. The um, the chapter title. Yes. Nothing to keep me straight. 
Well, well there must be <laughs> a <welcome>. heterosexual <laughs> explanation for this. There is no heterosexual explanation for this. Absolutely none. I also it love was too perfect. that, like, and I will say, Lord Henry is very mean in this situation. He's like, damn, I've not seen my friend Dorian in about 12 hours. Gotta go round to his house. <laughs> He's clearly <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> Must be something wrong with him. Like, to be fair, he did just kind of do a man's I know, but he's him. like, oh, Dorian, I can't, I can't bear to see you boarding yourself up like this. And I'm like, Henry, he's fa- he just woke up late and then smoked an entire pack of cigs and then lays about the in, garden. Alone. I also think it's really funny that both like, oh, we should plant some flowers. And then they both collectively agree that they're both crap at gardening. Like, <laughs> also, oh, I just love the fact man. that that Dorian woke up so late and smoked so many cigarettes. And mm. I was just like, wow. I went to uni with a lot of artsy-fartsy guys who woke up at 1pm yeah. and smoked an entire pack of cigarettes before I he don't understand how you can wake up at 1pm. Like, I can't anymore. My body, unfortunately, makes me wake up at 8, no matter Agreed. what it is. It's like 9, 9.30 I can stay in bed. And... If I stay in bed for an hour, I can get sleepy enough to go back to sleep. But in general, it's like no. 8 o'clock. I can't. No napping for me. Uh, Only deadlines. So sad. I love to nap. I love it. Like I simply am physically incapable. Mm. My entire family cannot nap. That's so sad. My um, whole family loves to nap. Actually, no, my mum can't nap. The rest of us really can. Like, put us anywhere and we'll just have a little sleep. It's very nice. And then your mum's just pacing around, like, when will they wake up? Yeah, to be fair, like, my mum just, like, has insomnia, so it would be nice if she could nap, to be fair. I, I wish naps for your mum. Yeah, me too. Anytime I mention that I've had a bad night's sleep, she's like, oh no, she's inherited it, and I'm like, I'm alright for now. <laughs> for it's now. Be fine. Yeah, she, I know she worries, but, like, each of us has inherited. She's also worried that um, some of us are going to get tinnitus, because she also has that. Um, I hope that you do not. Me too. Um, I have an incredibly controversial thing to say. Oh, God. Oh. About my mother? I think that... No, 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 no. This is back, back <laughs> on topic. Tinnitus? Oh. Your mother's very Thank nice. Thank you. Uh, this is back on topic. Controversial. I think that at one point during this chapter, Henry said something that I agree <gasps> with. What was Illegal. It? Felony. Go to jail. Yeah, go to jail. Great. So, I, do not pass go. Do not collect £200. Exactly. Um... So Henry says that Dorian didn't like the real Sybil. He liked mm. the person Ooh. that never existed, and therefore that person has never really died. And I agree. That's true. I think it that the person that he thought he fell in love yeah. with was not the real person. You know what? You do have me there because you you are right. Yeah. So I don't agree necessarily that that means that the real. The, the civil that he fell in love with never died. It makes me I think. laugh he's for like, his so purposes, he loves the fact that she did die because Henry's told him to look to like that. Yeah, I love that but, he's like, oh, it's fine that she's dead because like you didn't even love a real person, so it's it's all right. And I'm like, it's not all right. What is wrong with the pair of you? Died. Someone still died. <laughs> like, like, I think that's yeah. the thing that got me about Henry this chapter. Like, beyond like the horrendous misogyny because like I mean mm. we've come to expect it from Lord Henry at this point it's just the fact that they don't care like so a person has died that is I think awful. he goes in caring no he doesn't but not caring about her he cares about maybe Dorian yeah, upset okay. he sees Dorian is not upset yeah. and he's like wow cool nice and then nice. Dorian gets cool. upset and he's like no no here's why you shouldn't actually be upset and it's like oh my god yeah like he has a very select l- list of people he actually cares about, and I think it's just... pretty much himself 
Dorian and there's no one else really that but he doesn't see actually it care is. about people he only like he cares about people in so much that he wants them to stop feeling bad so they'll do fun things with him like he doesn't actually That's care true. if Dorian's upset he cares that if Dorian's Dorian sad like he's not gonna go to the opera to see his sister yeah like he's just yeah. he doesn't all he wants is what he can get out of people and if people are sad they won't give you things Henry is a male manipulator and a narcissist, and we've said this before, and it just, like, he annoys me so much because, like, he just is an abuser. And, like, and I think the main thing you see is when he's like, oh, no, it's fine because women love it when you're cruel to them. That's actually what they want more than anything. Mm. And I'm like, God help your wife. Because there is no telling what things that he said to that woman. And I know it's supposed to be glib, and I know it's supposed to be just like, oh, Lord Henry says this, but, like, genuinely, that attitude towards women is genuinely disgusting. I also think he's the kind of manipulator that he he genuinely believes. Oh, yeah, that. for sure. No, I think he genuinely believes... Well, again, that's why I would um, compare him to certain people who have terrible views on women um, and maybe have mm. a nice little internet club for having terrible views on women. Because... They genuinely believe all the crap that they spout online, and I I think that mm. Henry believes that too. You know, it's not that he's not consciously manipulating. I think he is consciously doing things that are manipulative. It's just that he believes that he cares so little about yeah. everyone else that it's it's not even that it's justified. It's just that that's normal to him. And I think that like justifying it doesn't occur. And I think that anyone like a woman could contradict him and say actually no. Women don't want cruelty because basically his idea is that women want people to be cruel to them so they can be like, oh my god, you were so mean to me. Cry, cry, wail, wail. Because apparently women love mm-hmm. crying. Um, mm. And like, I think a woman could come up to him and be like, no, I don't like that. And he would be like, well, what do you know? You're just a woman. You don't even know your own emotions. I, a man, am rational. Because and therefore, yeah. regardless of what someone says and regardless if henry gets called out by someone henry always has to circle it back to make them try and look stupid he always has has to be right right Mm. which is i agree just wow what an artist no concept of anyone else anyone else's opinion at all i suppose like they did people don't exist for him in a sort of fully formed out way Mm. in that sense well no He's kind of the worst. That's uh, put that on the bingo. It's already on the bingo. I'm sorry. You're not getting any of the ticks today, except for <laughs> Henry's the worst. Henry is the worst. He upsets me. Lucius is most of our bingo. I half forgot <laughs> what order I came in. Actually, no, you've already got one. Also, I interrupted yeah. people, so you do have that one. And we've had no heterosexual explanation we as well. Um, we're doing okay. And lots of Lord Henry slander. Lots of slander. Um, would you say? Um, so I know that from a couple of bits and bobs, Oscar Wilde is similar to Stephen King in the sense that a lot of the characters that he writes are just stand-ins for himself. Um, would you consider mm. Lord Henry to be the Oscar Wilde stand-in of The Picture of Dorian Gray? Just like Algernon is the Oscar Wilde stand-in for um, Importance of Being Earnest. I would. I'd say it's a hyperbolized version. Yeah, I, think I would agree. It's in some senses, it's not okay. I, I'm going to say something. I think it's what Oscar Wilde wishes he was. I don't think that's true for all aspects of Lord Henry, but I think the fact that it's this person of like who just turns up to serve witticisms and then mm-hmm. um, and he can't lives be this wrong. social high life yeah. with no repercussions. I think exactly. obviously Oscar Wilde does is aware that he suffers repercussions in his life. 
Um, but as I this think... is a fictional universe that he can write, he can always be right, and he can a Mary be the Sue. best person in the room. <laughs> you know, he almost is um... Ebony Darkness Adventure Raven Way, <laughs> right? He really is. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think he shares most of the opinions I think that Oscar Wilde holds, possibly more loosely just for sort of the sake of fun, but yes, generally is my answer. Liv? Um Yeah, I kind of feel that. I think hmm I don't know, because I also Loki feel like well, obviously like the point of Dorian himself like it's kind of to show like i mean i don't want to get spoilery i'm sorry but based on what we've seen this chapter i feel like it's not as spoilery as it could be um but what i will say is obviously based on this um chapter we see that he's like oh the marks of sin can show in the portrait and on me also i love the mixture of the scientific talk with the sin talk very cool we love to see a mixture of spiritual and science but, like, mm. obviously, like, implied that there's going to be more sins on the portrait. We know how it goes. Um, but because Dorian's supposed to show, like, this, like, effect that outward sin can have, like, on the inner person, like, that makes it feel like a sad self-insert. Because, obviously, mm. as we know, Oscar Wilde was gay and, you know, everyone thought that it was bad to be gay and like a sin to be gay so i think like if dorian is a self-insert i do also think that it is a self-insert for a lot of the demons that oscar wilde was fighting at the time because you know dorian makes his decisions based on the opinions of men around him and i think that could be you know and like a metaphor for something and you know i think that if you look at dorian as like in scare, like in imagine this in really like scary horror writing, like a young man's descent into homosexuality. Like it's sad. Mm. Like it's a very sad story of someone thinking that being gay makes you a sinner, and it doesn't. I'd just like to get that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have no doubt that if you're listening to this podcast, I don't think that you're you're you you personally hold that belief. No, and if you yeah. do. I'm so sorry, but I don't think any more but of these episodes are going to be I, I, you. I, I, I don't think any of us are for you. <laughs> All of us are filthy, no. filthy queers. So, <laughs> Would you like some information that will back up the fact that that's... So I have our Spotify data. You're going to scare them, Graham. You're going to scare them. Amongst, amongst other things, Ooh. my favourite part of this is it shows me what artists our <gasps> listeners oh, also listen to. Oh, so our listeners for the last week, the last seven days, oh God, huh? they have listened, been listening to the top artist is Mitski. Oh, oh no! Babies. Okay. Oh my God, babies, are you okay? The second top artist is Hosea. Babies! Oh, Lordy. Actually, fair enough. Get it. Then it goes Taylor Swift, which... Good. Excellent. Solid, solid. Cool. That's, that that's, could, could go either way. You could be sad. You could be having a great choice. time. Yeah, There's some bots. Yeah. There's some sad bits. That's then balanced. The, number four, mm-hmm. very weird... Like Ariana Grande, excellent, oh, good choice, okay. good choice, good choice but besties. I love okay. this rogue. You know what? We've had now, our sad times. Five, so we need to have our party times. You know, yeah. the party times are over with number five. Oh, no. um, so this one goes out to a certain a certain Meg, particularly. And number five, <gasps> coming at number five is Boba. Oh my god! Ah! Okay, I love, it. I love this. <laughs> this is incredible. Hi, listeners. Good. I know. I know our target audience now. Kisses to all of you. The target um, audience is. Because I swear, as 
as I was finishing up work before this, um, let's open up my Spotify. Oh, oh no. what <laughs> was the most Spotify. recent song? The playlist curated by Spotify. This is Bo Burnham. Hey, do you want to know <laughs> my most listened to song? My most recently listened to song. Um, it's uh, what is it? This year, but other mountain goats. Wow. Oh, basically, we were stereotyped. No, basically, I found out that it unlocks like um, like a, a productive thing in my brain. So if I listen to that oh, really? on repeat. I find it really oh. easy to work, but then also it also kicks me into daydreams because I'm like, wow, I could put like a whole montage of all of my friends into a video with this in the background, mm. and then I start thinking about what the montage would look like. Um, you could do a one second a day thing. I, oh, I have so many one seconds of the day. I have a one second of the day. It's great. Mm. It's been going since like last year. I think I'm going to do like a full pandemic one. I'm not going to lie. That's nice. either very fun or very not. Oh, it's, oh my God. When you get, right. My life was, I for, I didn't realise how vaguely interesting my life was until the pandemic hit. And then actually, to be fair, it just get incredibly interesting because most of my one seconds of the day during the pandemic are actually my cosplays. That's fun. So it gets, sorry, I'm a cosplayer. So it's Meg. Um, <laughs> just outing Meg in the in the podcast. <laughs> day. Um, your so day. If you so wish. It just hit. So, so um, I'm, I'm Lil Chili Bean Cosplay on uh, TikTok. If you follow me, I'm only at 7k followers and when I get hit 7k followers, I am doing a Huntress cosplay. So you should follow me to make Graham's We're very day. We're about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be good. It's really fun. <laughs> I got a Nerf crossbow especially for it and it's the best thing I own. It's so overpowered though. Did you guys know that Nerf guns are like deadly? Because... What? Right, no, right. So I, I load, I locked and loaded my Nerf crossbow, obviously, oh. as you do. And I was like, oh, I'll just do like one shot just to like see how powerful it is. Holy crap. If I shot someone in the eye with it, they'd lose an eye. Like, it's incredibly powerful. Then maybe don't like, shoot someone in Well, I wouldn't. But like, it Ooh, ricocheted off several walls, Meg. The little Nerf you, bullet you was ping-ponging around my room. No, no, no. It's very powerful. And my friend Annie, who also has a Nerf gun for cosplay reasons, backed me up on this. I was like, Wait. these guns are deadly. Annie, Wait, should not Annie has a Nerf gun. Annie, Annie has a Nerf gun that she's going to use for cosplay. Yes. <laughs> should Annie Gave be armed? Annie the Nerf no. gun. Her mum. Annie Illegal. should not be armed. <laughs> Annie should not be armed. However. I love her dearly. Um, but no. <laughs> wait, but also should, me versus I should Annie also not be armed. Crossbow versus gun fight. Nerf war. One of you will be injured. Yeah. Um, I have to yeah. paint it black before I do my cosplay, but like, still. Mm. It's exciting. Meg, if you'd like to plug your own content. I, to I, I don't I don't have a crossbow. <laughs> That's okay. But you are but you very do cool, have a, so it's fine. You do have a TikTok account. I so. do have a TikTok account. I don't really use it anymore because I am very busy with work. You are very busy um, being an accountant. Am, a real accountant, uh, to clarify. Not, 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 not really a accountant, an accountant, but an accountant. Um, not a, not I know. an accountant. Um, just, <laughs> an accountant. Uh, an accountant. Um, but even then, I'm not an accountant. I'm, I work in finance. But do you tell people you are an accountant? Well, because it's, it's easier to explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on TikTok, I am at Linitly. Because Linitly is a word that is made up. Don't ask for the meaning, because I don't know. What's the meaning? Know. 
the first thing that came to my mind was eggs so eggs Ah, that's what it means in my brain see i'm pretty sure a linnet is a small type of bird i think it's a bird yeah i I similar to a duck i believe um googled usernames and nice. I was just like, here's a word that's made up. And I was like, grand, here's I'll go with that. a word. Oh, Off you go. That's, fun. <laughs> that's how I got one of my names for um, a thing, like a, a social media site. But you just had to type in one word that you wanted in it. So I typed in Mothman, obviously. So. Amazing. This reminds me of the, the Tumblr auto-generated names. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. I forgot about those. They were a whole time. I came up with my own. Sure. It's no, not so did I, but anymore. When you create an account, it recommends some to you. Ah, Usually starting off with your email, but then it sort of goes off with all kinds of random words. My old Tumblr name is not... My, my, this is not my Tumblr name anymore. You'll not be able to find me if you type this in, but my old Tumblr name was um, Stardust and Zombie Bites. And Ooh. the reason why it was that is that Stardust is my favourite film, and I had been watching a college humour sketch when I made my Tumblr account called Zombie Bites, oh. and it seemed apt. I also love zombie movies. Like, I realised this the other day, like, the amount of zombie media that I have consumed is many. It's a lot. It's lot. so many. It's a whole but genre. I, just, I really, like, I just really like zombies, and I really like how versatile they are. You know? They are. Like, they is are. it a disease? Is it aliens? How does it spread? Is it just through biting? Can the zombies be reckoned with? Can it be cured? Are they just brainless weirdos now? You know? I think it's fun. Do they eat brains? Do they or do eat they just everything? eat people? Yeah. Do they Most... eat neither but are just aggressive? Yeah. Most, I would say a lot of, like, modern zombies just eat everything, which I think is interesting mm. because the archetypal zombie just eats brains i will say my personal favorite iteration of zombies is from i zombie because i think it's such an interesting idea of like you can remain normal and functional as long as you eat brains and then if you don't eat brains you turn into like a traditional zombie and i think that's so cool Mm. i love to see it it's the best of both worlds i like a bit of an intelligent zombie but also you have to have the threat of the the mindless zombie is the real fear exactly and it's basically looks like like, a person but you can't reason with it yeah i also think it's interesting is that like oh you're a zombie but you're not automatically evil you're as good as you want to be and i'm like yes we love it. I also, one of my favourite zombie books, because yes, I'm also into those, um, is a book called After the Cure. And it is, as it sounds, it is set after the zombie virus has swept America and has been cured. And so they, you have a lot of people who are ex-zombies and you can tell that they're ex-zombies because their skin's a little paler. They mm. are quite skinny still. It's really interesting. And like a lot of them have really like intense scars and stuff like that. And um, basically it's um, putting the guy who invented the zombie virus on trial, which is so interesting um, because basically the reason why the zombie virus was released is because he skipped animal trials and went straight into human trials, which like is interesting Um, and because it was supposed to be a virus that could keep um, people fully functional and energetic for days at a time. And they were going to like inject it basically into like, you know, like, the fire service and things like that so they wouldn't have to, like, sleep. Which, like, capitalism is hell. But also, really interesting. And, yeah, so it was really interesting and, like, part of it is that, like, one of the lawyers for the prosecuting team is an ex-zombie and he, like, has all his memories and, like, he did... He ate his family, bro. Like, he ate his family. (laughs) And then he has to, like, live with that. And I think that's interesting. I think that's a fun concept for zombies. 
I've derailed this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Heavily, but it I was, was just about Thank to you. say, um, to briefly go back off topic um, and back onto the zombies, did you ever watch the BBC miniseries In the Flesh? I didn't, but I want. I I really need because to watch I, it. I really think you would enjoy it. I so know. Basically, it's, it's another one of those after the virus is Ooh. over um, and zombies who... It wasn't mm-hmm. a disease, I don't think. It has been about... Isn't that why they call them like the it? newly reanimated or something oh, like that? Oh, like, um, partially really name deceased them. syndrome sufferers oh, and I they all have that. to work in community service. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm, big fan. I love I when they have stupid names for it. Huge fan. Um, yeah, no, In the Flash seems like something that I would really, really enjoy and it is on my list. Also on my list is also another BBC um, zombie media, but it's where... <laughs> basically it's a big brother style reality show but the zombie apocalypse is happening oh my gosh i right so i know exactly what that that is incredible and i made the horrible horrible mistake um of watching it the first week of lockdown in march 2020 oh baby cakes no where shortly after the german Big Brother had to like get cancelled because, or like the people who were in the Big Brother house were told, by the way, there's a global pandemic <laughs> happening outside and you're oh, stuck. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh <laughs> no! It was wild. And back to the picture of Dorian Gray. Back to the picture of Dorian Gray. Um, this book. Who's Dorian? Why is there a picture of him? Because he's, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a horrible person. I'm trying so hard not to swear this week because unfortunately whenever Graham has to edit out swears, it's usually me. And I'm trying so hard. I would just like to say at this point, there was something I meant to mention a second ago. Um, a friend of the show, Am, who's a close friend of ours, is a massive fan of In the Flesh. Oh, she is. Um, bless her heart. So if you ever need to vent at someone about that show or want to be vented at, it's probably more accurate. That would work. Um, has anyone got any more Dorian Gray hot takes? Um, honestly, not. But mostly because this chapter was just Dorian and Henry being stupid I think we've men. We've covered the big stuff. So we I have. just I don't have any more hot takes. Oh, actually, no. There is one bit that I I really much enjoyed, um, which I will I will quote. I just need to quickly find it. Mm. Um, uh, there was a rather heavy bill for a Chase Silver Louis Quinn's toilet set which he, that he had not set, had the courage to send on to his guardians who are extremely old-fashioned people did not realise that we live in an age when unnecessary things are our only necessities now as someone who's made some arguably unnecessary purchases recently, I wholeheartedly <laughs> would agree with this. Unnecessary things are the only necessities I have. What unnecessary things have we all bought this week? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, this in fact, today yeah. I bought two separate phone cases. Yes, because good. I think two. Liv, I think Liv knows that the one mm-hmm. that I have currently is falling. Oh, it's apart falling apart. However, I realised after I got the um, confirmation email through from Amazon that I'd bought the wrong size no. for one of them, but because it had already been dispatched. Um, I'm just getting an extra phone case. So free phone I, case. It's free. I bought one that actually it's not it's free. I paid for it's it. Free real estate. It's not free. <laughs> um, 
if any of you need a phone case, hit me up. Um, that's the, I think apart from that, the most recent completely frivolous thing that I bought was a very, very large Easter Squishmallow. Um, oh, yes. He is oh, yes. incredibly large and he was only £10 because he is out of season as he's just a big chick. Um, his name is Colin, Lord of Darkness. He's very squishy and nice. I love Colin. So, you may or may not know this about me, but my one of my guilty pleasures is camping supplies. Um, <laughs> little rogue, I'm aware. Um, I, I like camping. Camping is fun. I like doing stuff outside. I, I went to go outdoors today because I had to go pick up a parcel from the post office depot and it's right next to go outdoors, which is a giant, um, basically camping outdoors sports shop where everything is very discounted. I was so restrained. I only bought about seven items. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bought a whole new bag. I bought um, a whistle, which is fun. But what I didn't buy, the thing I was going to buy, was it like a, a flint and steel thing, which just makes so many sparks. Yes. So many sparks. I'm going to get it next time when I'm actually get, getting stuff for a trip. This was just basic stuff that I convinced myself I needed anyway. Um, but I want to make many sparks. Maybe even a fire at the end of it, but mostly the sparks. Sparks are fun. fun. That's my little bit of hedonism, is going around going like, ooh, I don't need more tent pegs. Yes, I do. Mm. Well... My unnecessary thing that I bought this week completely trumps everyone else's unnecessary things, I think. I Go bought on. a soft toy possum from Build-A-Bear because Meg sent me the link and then was like very... I Right, listeners, I love Meg. Um, mostly because Meg will send me things and then be like, it's... Like, she sent me this link to a Build-A-Bear possum. Possibly, maybe, the most me thing that anyone's ever conceived in their entire life. <laughs> And then sent a follow-up message saying, it's okay if you don't want it. I hope you don't think I'm being pushy. Right. <laughs> when I tell you, I cried when I was filling out the birth certificate for my new sweet baby possum. Like, I just, I've never, like, I've been looking for a soft toy possum for a while. Because um, I really want one. And also because uh, my D&D character has a pet possum. So I've really wanted to have one so I could be like, oh, I want to do a cosplay. But mostly Rama. just, I, Rama is, my pe- is her pet possum. So this pet possum is also going to be called Rama. And I love, I love possums so much. Like, they're my favourite animal. And, like, I just, I'm going to have a possum now. And it's so cute. Like, it's adorable. Because I've seen some cute possums, but mostly they only ship from, like, the US. Because possums... <laughs> aren't really a thing in the UK, which hurts me every time I remember it. So only the only good possum merch is coming from the US. And then Build-A-Bear, for some God only knows reason, was like, yes, we absolutely have to create a possum <laughs> toy. And I don't know why they did it. And I won't it question Build-A-Bear. Weeks but after like, the axolotl. It was weeks after the Build-A-Bear the axolotl. axolotl. Which I am so upset that I didn't. It sold out get. almost instantly, right? Yeah, it's because I think there's it's still possums left. If anyone I wants love one, the I can't speak so for when this podcast gets out, but as of right Good now, luck when to we're you recording, all. it will go out tomorrow. So you know, <laughs> there's possums. Maybe. So, but like, yeah, I just I don't know why they choose. I think they must be just 
listening to social media like way more yeah because they, they know the animals people like i will say on tiktok the minute that they next. add a badger to their woodland creatures collection or like um uh, like I a, a, they a little ram. A badger they have a badger i think they have a I raccoon they have a badger. Idea. it would make sense if they did it is very the one that i wanted them to have because i was oh, i was looking to see if they had one because hmm. i wanted to send it anyway um like, if they add, like, a bat or something, like, boom. Actually, they should add a bat for Halloween. Build a bear if you're listening. They thing. should. You can tribute that one to me. I expect a free bat plush as my payment. Thank you. Also, like, it wasn't even that expensive. They're, like, £17, which is very reasonable for a very cute bear. So, yeah. <laughs> so we are we are not sponsored by Builder Bear. We're not. We should be after the last five minutes. Be. So and can I take my sponsorship payment in the form of in an axolotl? Axolotls. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I, I think we'll wrap up there. So Yay. thank you for listening, everybody. Um, go buy me an axolotl. Go buy Meg an axolotl. Yay. Go buy Liv an axolotl yeah. too. Yeah. Cool. Um, axolotls for everyone. You get an axolotl. And you get an axolotl. And everybody gets an axolotl. Look under your seat. There's an axolotl. <laughs> I, oh, there wasn't. I can't even got my hopes up. Oh, well, uh, maybe If you one would day. like to talk about axolotls with us, you can find us on Twitter at, at StorybrookePod. You can also, I don't know, I'm not going to tell you my address, but we'll, we'll sort something out. Send me the axolotl. Yay. <laughs> please, please. Uh, we'll see you next episode for when we read the next chapter, which unfortunately includes no um, amphibious. Are they amphibious? I think they're just waterious, uh, aqueous. Waterious, right? <laughs> I don't know. Axolotl amphibian. We'll, when we'll get back to that <laughs> Wait, next time. No, they're not. They, they are, are amphibians. Sorry. Yeah, they are. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See you soon, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.